You're listening to a podcast from the Finnish Football Show. Yes, it's the Finnish Football Show. And if there's a tone in my voice, listener, that's because for the first time in a very, very long time, we've had genuine technicals today before starting the recording of this show. I'm Mark Wiltshire. Thanks for joining the, the Finnish Football Show for another match report. And we're looking back at, at Finland's narrow defeat away to Bosnia-Herzegovina. It's finished Bosnia-Herzegovina 3, Finland 2. And I'm joined today by the one and only Keke Muleri. Hi, Keke. No, not terve. It's just like the good old days with those, uh, those few technical difficulties at the start, wasn't it? I, I've explained it once or twice before that the reason I always start the show with, yes, it's the Finnish football show. It was born out of sheer relief in the early, early days that we'd actually managed to get connected and get the whole show on the road. And uh, my laptop decided not to play ball today. So this is being done by the, by the marvel of iPhone, ring lamp and standing up position. So um, it's, it's possible this show will be slightly less smooth than normal. Can you believe such a thing? <laughs> Right, and probably my battery will run out at some stage, so let's get cracking, Keke. Luckily, there's only two of us to share opinions today, so that will keep it a little bit briefer. Um, I think it's fair to say before the game on Tuesday, um, there was a little bit of scepticism among the Finnish football show team about the squad selection and and how, how the game might go. I'm sure there was some some... Things of, oh, I'm not feeling very confident. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, you know. Um, what was your your feelings before the game kicked off? Well, I think, um, yeah, when, when, the, uh, when the starting 11 popped up there, I think it was, um, there were a few surprises. It's, uh, we, I mean, we've, we've all spoke at length that um, the hockey at starting 11 has changed over the last few months. You know, we've spoke about Ariuri and Toivio hanging up their boots and the, the transition of the of the centre backs coming in, the new guys. And um and yeah, this uh this starting eleven that we were treated to on, on Tuesday, I don't think I'm not sure anyone would have um would have would have picked that out as as what we would expect. But but you know there there was some there was some oh because you know people had picked Bosnia away as our as our toughest game of, of this campaign. So um mm. so you know and, and I I think everyone had, had hold their hands up and say when when that eleven was announced, we we didn't think that that was the strongest. I mean, we've got fatigue and little knocks to to factor in, but I don't think anyone would have said that that was the strongest eleven that we could have put on the pitch. But having said that, I do think that that it goes some way to show that the strength in depth that we have now as a squad. I mean, there was nothing there was nothing there that was. Um, Super frightening, and and had you you know running for the hills, it was uh, it, it was just a, a little bit of a surprise. That's all. Yeah, I mean the the team, the formation went back to this three five two five three two attacking attacking wing backs. Yep. Um, you had um, uh, Ilmari Iskinen on the on the left hand side. You had um, Soyasalo on the right. They're both quite attacking players. There was Lucas Lingman in midfield, um, and then up front you had Benjamin Chelman. So it was, yeah, that, they're the things that made people think, oh, hang on. Um, but you're right, it's not every, every other country's had a similar 
situation. But I think <laughs> after after three minutes, Finland got off to the well nightmare start really. Um, as as Bosnia were attacking in the box from a corner, um, Sauli Weisenden had hold of Edin Dzeko's arm. Um, I mean, he Weisenden must be very strong the way that Dzeko went down because he's a big guy. Um, but there was a penalty uh, on on three minutes, and um, it was it was calmly converted by Pjanic to give uh, Bosnia a, a very early very early lead. And I think Mark H said. Oh, this is going to be a long night. Yeah, I mean, um, I really felt, I really felt for Sally there. I mean, he was, uh, he, he made his, he was making his first start for for a while, and um, you know, he's he's had his struggles with fitness, and he's got got himself back in the squad. I mean, he had the disappointment of a back injury to to miss out on the Euro squad, so um, after being named in it initially. But, um, but yeah, he's got himself back into the squad and got he got his first start for a while. I mean, there was there was a bit of a bit of a what after just thirty seconds of the match, he'd um, he'd wrestled uh, he'd wrestled one of the Bosnia players to the ground, and that was a a bit of a bit of a maybe a bit of a warning of, of what what sort of tactics they had in mind. And yeah, I mean, talk about soft penalties, uh, you know, two two and a half three minutes of the game gone and the referee gives a, it weren't just a penalty. Sally picked up a, a yellow card for that mm, and all, mm. you know, like, um, and you know, you can say, it, you, well, you did, you said he had hold of his arm, but I mean, I've watched it. I've watched it back four or five times and uh, Gould and Bennett, the way, I mean, Ed Injeko, <laughs> uh, you know, this geezer's, this geezer's won the Premier League. He's, he's, he's scored buckets, loads of goals. He's done it all, but you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm calling him out as a cheat, do you know what I mean? Because he's well, just chucked I, himself to the floor. Uh, when I said he grabbed hold of his arm, that's what it was given for anyway. Yes. Um, yeah. But, but, but it, wasn't, you know. it wasn't long before Finland got themselves back into the game. And you you said before that, you know, we can see the strength in the depth. I thought that Lucas Lingman had a really good game this time. It, Having really come into the squad only in the last half a year maybe even in this in this year and he won the ball in the right back position um played a lovely lovely ball down the um down the left hand side was it was it to and now mike to um uh, chelman actually yeah who who got to the byline yeah, pulled it back across for for temu puki to score it took a little little deflection on the way in but who cares um and it was really it's a really nice football it was. I mean, um, it started off. It started off with Lukas Lukas Radetzky, and he um, he sort of played the ball out to Sauli, who um, who made up for his uh, for the for giving the penalty away. He passed it through to Lingman, and then Lingman he he somehow sort of lifted it over the the head of the Bosnia player and, and ran back onto it. Fed Chelman, who did really really well to to sort of get to the byline, and in, and it, it weren't just a hopeful pullback. He looked up. He knew where Puki was. And um, and yeah, he, uh, Pookie sort of first time finish, and he did get a little bit of a lift off of the slide sliding in Bosnia defender. But you know, we'll take that all day long in the back of the I, net, I, and that I was game he, on really at ten minutes. I reckon he did it on purpose. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then uh, not not ten minutes later, eighteen minutes. Um, it was um, it was Lingman again with in the same sort of position around the right back, and he was playing in midfield, but in that sort of right back position, a really lovely 
diagonal ball out to the left wing to um, to Demubuki, and he took a, a couple of um, couple of touches and then just chipped the ball into the box back over to the sort of right hand side of the, inside the penalty box to to Chelman who took a touch and just poke no he didn't poke it he he drove it past the goalkeeper but he he kind of took one touch and then really quickly took he got his shot away. And, and just sort of slide, slid it past the, the keeper. It was lovely football again. Really nice to see. That was an absolutely fantastic goal. Do you know what I mean? And um, like you say, you know, Lingman was at the at the heart of it again. I mean, Bosnia were, were on the attack and um, the ball sort of, the, as they were attacking, the ball sort of bounced off Ilmarin Niskanen. And, um, and then, yeah, Lingman was sort of deep in Finland half and he, he, he pinged the ball um, straight over the top and he, he found um, he found Puki and Puki was patient he, he held on to the ball had a couple of touches and yeah he crossed it in for Chalman who um, who finished and like you say when when you're watching it live the way that Benjamin Chalman brings that down and shoots it, it looks like one movement but mm. it's only mm. it's it's only on the replay where they slow it down you see that he does he controls the ball and then he goes, for, but the, it's it's split second decision making, and what's a goal? It was, and you know, after that initial start, we were um, we were sort of yeah jumping up and down on the sofa. It was um, it was it was brilliant to turn it around. Although we didn't hold on to it for very long, um, 28, 28 minutes, Bosnia got their equaliser. Do you want to talk us through the uh, the goal? Not really, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, well, I mean, um, I figured that if I described it, you'd go on and just describe it with a, in a little bit more passionate way. So you might as well start. Go well, first. you know, the the uh, yeah, the overriding the overriding feeling of that is, um, you know, we 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 was all thought we'd been let off where the, where the linesman sort of flagged for the offside, but um, it took them it took them a while. They went to VAR, and um, and yeah, as I said a minute ago, you know. Edin Dzeko, he's a fantastic footballer. He's 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 won it all. He, he, well, he's won the Premier League and he scored bundles of goals. And literally, it must have just been instinct. He um he he, he raced away the fella. I don't know if it was Pjanic or who it was, but yeah, put the ball over. And um and yeah, he was he was onside unfortunately. And you know when they go to VAR and it's taking it's taking sort of two, three, four minutes for him. It to was four minutes, the, I counted. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I, you I know felt that when it's taking that long for a decision to come back, you know that they're going to overturn what's been happened happen on the pitch. But I'll tell you what, from the from the naked eye, it was it was hard to spot. He looked he looked a mile off, and it was just he, the timing of that run and that pass was just it was just spot on. But he looked he looked off because they'd they'd timed it so perfectly. By the time he got through, you think he must be miles off. But yes, when you look can. at the when you look at the VAR picture, I mean, I, I hate this nonsense of you know his, lines, yeah. his shoulder his shoulder can be in an offside position, but his body was at an angle. His feet were well onside, yeah. um, and he was leaning forward in that running position. And it was like his shoulder was what was being marked against the defender's foot. And and he what but he was onside and um and sort of calmly slotted the ball past Lukas Radetzky in in goal and um and that was kind of how it went through till till half time it finished it, it, the first half finished two two and and I made a note that I thought Soisalo was having a terrific game that he was being really effective down the right going forward and I think this is this is what we said at the start that that, that we had these attacking wing-backs. And I also thought that Chelman was looking really dangerous up front, um, which was good. It's good to be able to write notes about different players having 
having effective having effective games. Yeah, I mean, the guys who came in certainly did have an impact. I, I totally agree with you. I thought Soisalo was industrious. I mean, um, I'm not sure how much of the defending side of the game he enjoys, but he um, he certainly put a shift in in that side of the game as well. Um, he was hugging that touchline. He was asking for the ball, and, uh, and yeah, and when he had a when he had an opportunity with it, he was he was trying to make things happen and and drive forward. But I think, uh, you know, I mean, we felt going in at half time. I sort I sort of felt a bit cheated, especially due to the penalty and and the fact that we thought we'd gotten away with one with with the with the offside that got overturned. So I did feel feel a bit che- cheated. But having watched it back, I, I do have to say that I think. Uh, you know, going in at two-two was probably a fair result. The 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 the, the half was even, really. There was, um, and you know, we spoke before this game that um, I think it was Rich who read out read out the stats that we've had against Bosnia over the million times we've played them recently, and it was like all the, the wins were equal, the, the draws were equal, the defeats were equal, and even the goals scored were equal. So, um, and I do yeah, think the first yeah. half was was a was a pretty evenly matched evenly matched forty-five. No, I think that's I think that's true, and and it went into the second half, um, and okay, so so first of all, I suppose Bosnia Herzegovina got the winner in the fifty eighth minute to make the score three um, two. It was uh, Edin Dzeko again, um, and what frustrated me was that he he kind of ran across the edge of the box before unleashing a shot and. Isn't that exactly what happened in the first game against them? We, we've commented on this a couple of times already in the last two weeks about players not being shut down at that point and getting getting chances away. Um, and he had a shot off the edge of the box that, that deflected off of Tenho and went past Rudetsky into the into the bottom corner, which was uh, which was tough to take. It was. I mean, I think um, if that if that. You know, discussing the, the where the shot actually goes in first. I think if um, if that if that doesn't clip off of Ten Hag, then it's going straight down Lucas' throat. Do you know what I mean? Mm, and um, mm, yeah. And you could see the way he looked so dejected as the ball sort of creeped in at the, at the post there. He because um, he knew he knew if he was he was positioned perfectly. He knew if, if it didn't take that little dink, then he, he he was it was straight into his arms. So. Um, so yeah, that was a bit tough. But as for as for where you said Jeko running across the edge of the box there, I think. What what sort of made that goal? I can't remember which player it was now, but the, the Bosnian player. I mean, Rob Ivanov sort of came out to 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 meet the attack, and um, one of the Bosnian forwards very cleverly sort of rolled him, and um, and that's when the ball made its way to Zeko. But I mean, fair play, Rob. Rob got back into the position, and he he, he tried to you know he tried to put put Zeko off, like. But yeah, you know. As, as, I, as I've said, I'm getting repeating myself now, but he's a class player, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He, you know, he really, he really is. And I, I think the, the 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 really telling thing. I'm going to read three comments out that I wrote down while we were um, while while I was watching the game. 56th minute, um, loose part, loose back pass from the Bosnia defence, and and Devil Buki sort of stole in. Uh, the oh, one defender one. missed it. And he broke forward. He's like one on one with the keeper, and he yeah. he slotted it just wide. Then sixty three, there was some really nice play down the left, um, similar actually to the the goal that was scored against Montenegro, where it was pulled across and Pochimpello came in and scored. But this time he pulled the ball back across the six yard box, and no one connected. 
And and then there was another opportunity just a little bit later, like a, a minute or two later, I think, where Buki played this lovely diagonal ball from the sort of sort of left wing, mid middle of the middle of the Bosnia half, diagonal pass into acres of space in front of the goal for Ilmar Iniskanen to go one on one. And again, he, he had all the time in the world, a gaping goal and put it just wide. And in capitals, I just said, I said it to Satu and Topias here, too many missed chances is going to cost us. And I think at the end of the day, that is what that is what did for us, really. I mean, we, we've said it when we've, we've looked over the previous games, you know, we've, we've been making chances, but, um, you know, and we, we've scored a couple of goals. We, we've, you know, we've... We've scored a couple of goals and that, but we've been making chances. So it depends which way you look at it, you know. Like mm. um, you've got to you've got to create these chances to to be able to convert them. But you know, or, or the other side of the coin, I, you know, are we missing too many chances? But I, I'm just, you know, me. I like to be the ever ever the uh, mm. the optimist. I, I'm just I'm just pleased that this Finland side are are creating chances. But I mean, you're right. There was. Um, I think even even before that, the in, in the first half as well, there was a there was an opportunity for Chalman to get a second, where he sort of yeah. sort of slid in and, and and only only missed it by a few few centimeters. Yeah. But um, but yeah, with that Pookie one, and I, I you're right. I mean, I watched the game back, but I forgot it was um it was it was to go it was to go three two up ourselves mm. before Bosnia mm. got got their yeah, third. Yeah, just before, and, just before. Oh, and I'll tell you what, mate, like. You'd 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 have put you'd have put everything you owned on on Pookie Berry in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, he, you know, he's pressed, he's pressed, he's pressed the defender, and uh, you know, everyone likes to talk about the press these days, and and that's that's what he was doing. I thought as well, Chalman, he, he pressed the Bosnia defence really well. Um, Radi Rasmus he had a decent game. He was coming out and and trying to trying to press the Bosnians, but um, but yeah, uh, and, and as well, Ilmarin Niskanen. I mean. <laughs> I'm. I'm not sure Imi had the had the best of games in a Finland shirt. To be honest, I, no. I, I think he had a. I think he had an ineffective game, and he made too many mistakes. And and okay, you forgive it. It's just a. It's just a comment on one game. He's yeah. he's had. He's been better in in previous games. I I kind of felt that he came off a bit too late. Really, Robert Taylor got like ten minutes or so as a sub, and yeah. you know he he hasn't played much in this competition either, and. I've always thought he's looked good playing down that down that left wing as well, and has looked dangerous. Maybe this wasn't the right formation for him. I don't know, but um, yeah, it was. I mean, uh, all, would, all would have been forgiven. All would have been forgiven if Imi would have uh, would have buried that one. And um, yeah, and you know, yeah. I mean, I I think he's. Well, I was going to say he's done everything right. Well, not quite because he didn't end up in the back <laughs> of the net. But but you know, he's um, he, he, he's. <laughs> He's done what he can, and he, do you know what I mean? And it was, yeah. yeah you're talking, you're talking centimeters. So, um, so yeah, so, and, and you know, we've 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 ended up we've ended up losing the game. But again, I think I think we're pretty evenly matched with this with this side, do you know. And and that's and that brings us on quite nicely to the to the the table. So we obviously every nation's t league group, apart from the one with Russia and the one with with Ukraine, has has played four games. The, our group is no different. It's Group um, B3, and it currently sits with Bosnia-Herzegovina at the top with eight points, Montenegro second with seven, Finland third with four, and Romania bottom with three. And that's another frustration that they've only got three points and they, they nicked them from us. And they, 
you know, they 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 were deserving of it. Really, we didn't play well in that Romania game. That's that's very frustrating. Um, but the last two games are Romania at home and then Montenegro away. Potentially, there's there, that leaves Finland with ten points. I don't think we'll be getting promoted. Um, but I think the, the the inconsistency in this in this competition means we're not ready to be promoted yet. Um, the only danger is that that coming down from the top flight, top top level, could be England and France, and we don't necessarily <laughs> want to end up in a group with them. Some of those, some of those league league A um, groups are terrifying. I mean, the England group is Hungary, England, Italy, Germany. That's monstrous, and I think the um, the France group with Denmark, Austria, and oh, I've got them here in front of me. I don't need to pull faces. I can I can show you. Um, if I can get these little fingers working quicker. Oh no, sorry, Denmark, Croatia, Austria, and France. That's no, that's not nice. And France is sitting bottom there with two points. So I think we'll we'll settle for you know. <laughs> if you can have mid-table respectability in a group of four, I'm not sure, but that will do for the end of this campaign. Let's, let's get a couple of good results in the last two games and uh, stay in the Nations League, uh, League A, uh, sorry, League B groups and uh, and see what comes in a couple of years' time. I think... Yeah, I mean... Go on. I, I, I think um, the remaining games, I mean, I know Montenegro are not... You know they've they've had some half decent results themselves. I mean, crikey, they're sitting up, they're sitting above us in the table. But you know, um, Romania at home and, and Montenegro away, you've got to be looking for some points there, really. Um, but but like you say, I, you know, I don't think we're going to get promoted. I'm not sure we're ready to get promoted as long as we don't drop back down into mm. into League mm. C. I think I think that's all right. And as we said at the top of the show, Mark, you know, there was a few, maybe not raised eyebrows, but maybe a few, you know. Surprises when when that lineup came out against against Bosnia, and you know maybe maybe Rivers has looked at has looked at this Nations League and um, and said this is an opportunity for me to experiment a bit to bring in some of these squad players and and let them gain valuable minutes at com in competitive internationals. So perhaps for that it served its purpose. But um, I for one. I um you know I I don't want to fall out of love with the Nations League because it it yeah. certainly served us well previously and um and so yeah I I, I hope that I hope that the boys can sort of pick up some points when it resumes in September. Yeah, I've heard of one or two comments on other radio shows and podcasts saying that oh the Nations League has lost all its credibility because of this scheduling and it's really you know really harsh because it's only been played like this because of the World Cup. Yeah, and hopefully next time it will go back to the schedule of the three winter autumn winter international breaks two games in each break and it's a it's a much better schedule um i i think at the end of the season these four games as well like everyone we we all need our we all need our pre our, mid, our, our summer break from football okay we don't get it in the finnish football show because we have a winter break but that's not <laughs> the point you know it's good not to have quite so many football podcasts to listen to. Just to those that happen two or three times a week, they cut down to once a week and you can just breathe a little bit and then wait for all the transfer nonsense to start. Um, so I, I'm with you, Keke. I, I think this, this competition has a real um, benefit for, for countries, especially from League, League B 
and below these competitive yep. games. I, I saw that um, Luxembourg have won three out of their four group games. I mean, when did you ever see Luxembourg winning games? It's, it's awesome. It's awesome to see what goes on down down below. And we were there a couple of, you know, a, a few years ago. And we, we climbed out of it and we're now established in that in that second tier of European countries, I think. So, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Just I don't forgive, think... forgive the Nations League for this little blip and, yeah. and we'll be back stronger, as other That's podcasts it. might say. I mean, um, I don't think you can underestimate the, um, the impact of the, of the scheduling on the players. Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I, I know they're all professionals and I, and I know they play a lot of football in their respective leagues. But when you, when you, when you factor in the travelling that they've had to do and, and all that, I don't think you can underestimate the... Um, you know the the four games in ten days. I think it's no. going to be hard on their hard on their bodies, hard mentally. You know they've got to squeeze their recovery into all that time as well. Um, yeah, the travelling, as I said. So you know it's um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, come September with those with those final two group games, we can put in some decent performances. I have to say, Keke Muladi, you have. You have been ever present throughout this Nations League campaign for the Finnish Football Show. You've, you've earned a break. Um, I think that, that 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 wraps up this this match report episode, and and we'll be back, uh, I guess, in a couple of weeks' time, just before the the Women's Euros competition, and never we'll have stops. a look forward. It, it doesn't like this is this is all this is also true. Like this summer, it doesn't it doesn't stop, and. We've also got at the beginning of July the um, European competitions, Euro- Europa Conference League games. Um, so we'll need to be covering those one way, one way or the other as well. So finish football show. We'll have a little, we'll have a little break. We'll catch our breath. Um, we'll have, we'll give our laptops a stern, very stern talking to, and we'll be back, back with you soon. Yeah, once once we get on to those. Uh... Those opening games of the uh, of the club European competitions, we've got to make sure um, Mr. Rich Coefficient Nelson is here with us just to t- just to tell us all about the permutations and what might be what. But um, yeah, we've also got uh, also got our interview interview episode in the bag that will come out shortly. So um, keep your uh, eyes and your ears peeled for that one. And um, and yeah, Fake House Liga resumes soon. It's all happening. There's um, there's been some uh, some some well not really interesting it's been some news come out of there today so um yeah maybe we'll catch up with a bakehouse league show soon and we can uh yeah discuss all the goings on i think we should you're you're talking about the the news at hoy f core we shouldn't leave the listener completely hanging on there's there's financial shenanigans down in that that part of helsinki but we'll yeah. talk about that a little, a little a little bit later but keke thanks for joining me and Listener, thanks for listening to us again and we'll see you on the next episode of Finnish Football Show. Bye. You've been listening to the Finnish Football Show. You can find us online at finnishfootballshow.com. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. You can follow the Finnish Football Show page and group on Facebook and on Instagram. See the links in the episode description below. You can also connect with the four hosts on Twitter at Explore Finland, at FC Sormi, at Escape to Sormi, at Kekimula. Links to the Finnish Football Show merch stores are also in the episode description.